for those of you who don't know, I bought this man an Oculus Quest 2. And then I started playing my Quest 2 like I haven't played in a year. Well, no, I have my Quest Pro. So I have a very expensive Quest that I really have not used. It's been sitting in dust for a year. Also, the charging based on that thing is like a little magnetic pin, and it sucks so bad that even when I tell my daughter to charge the handles, she's like, I can't figure it out. And she's amazing at plugging shit in. So I've been addicted to Ancient Dungeon VR. And, oh my god. Till two in the morning. And then again, the, either the kids want to play with me. So my daughter, I got a video of her playing Ancient Dungeon VR. It's the funniest thing, because you can record... Because I'll cast from my phone to see what she's doing and try and walk her through stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then I can record what she's doing on the phone, which is really funny. And so yesterday, it turns out she threw the fucking controller. I want to know what happened. Nothing, thank God. But could you imagine if she broke a $1,500 controller? I don't know how much those controllers are. Was it Meta Quest? Near Mint. Near Mint used 155 100 uh that's rift one yeah the actual controllers are 155 dollars a piece or you get a pair for 300 dollars. are they so expensive because the quest pro is 1300 dollars still what what's so special about the quest pro you know i don't know 75 percent greater contrast than the quest 2 resolution screen 37 percent more pixels law larger sweet spot of maximum clarity new perspective pancake lenses also they have removable lens adapters what is or is this you yeah it's reaction videos okay. but basically it's bigger better display you can look in better degrees like when you actually look around your head you see everything that's why it's 1500 because there's so much space it's a giant screen and then the cameras on the outside are kind of like the quest 3 where you can see all of it it also tracks my facial movements from the cameras underneath so it can like scan my face in real time and then puts it on my ar my um my augmented reality uh, mini me yeah so that's really cool also you technically don't need controllers because you can play every game with your hands Oh, seriously? Because you can track the hands, huh. yeah. So, like, anytime my daughter's playing something with the controllers and then the controllers die, I just play the mind game with my hands. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. But this base is so shitty. You can charge the helmet from that port. You cannot charge the handles with a Type-C port. <laughs> so. Oh, and those are, those are rechargeable instead of battery? Yep. No battery. So that's why I was like, this is much more like your moving around pace. This has two giant-ass lenses in the front. I was just having a, a hell of a time whenever I downloaded the, the big screen on it, and I changed it to where it was like movie theater style. And I was like, oh, my God, there's so many seats open. I know, right? And you can just <coughs> jump seat to seat. Yeah. It's so funny, right? I like the uh, – the, I wish I was in an industry where I could use this – to make money or design something. Mm-hmm. But the problem is anytime you make a 3D object, you cannot export that. I cannot export STL or SVG files. Thing, It's just in their context of the game. Really? Yeah, so it's really stupid. Somebody, was it a 1,000 from Best Buy? Let's see what Best Buy says. I mean, technically you could. Oh, it's nine eighty nine right now. Save $10. Yeah. Well, I bet it um, dropped down. PlayStation VR 2 is 549 They're really just going up on the cost of VR. 
That's the light brocker. I need the carrying case is what I need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is 649. Comes with Wrath, too. Um, but apparently this is almost identical because of the cameras. It's got the two cameras, the singular sensor. Uh, it's got, like, a different surround headset built in. Uh, better light blocking. And then if you buy this, it comes with free lenses that you can get Meta to make and send you. Which mm. is pretty... Convenient. My kids are addicted to playing it with me before they go to bed. So I've resorted to after bed. And after my wife's like, yeah, I'm going to sleep at like 1030 because she wakes her up early for work to then play myself. I've seen it. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've been up at 230 just like watching shows. And then I go to the meta app. Oh, because you're watching it in the app. Yeah. And I'm like laying on his bed like this with a big ass headset on. <laughs> <gasps> Oh, that was great. <laughs> you know? And I, I look and I see that you're on playing Ancient Dunt and I just start laughing. I've looked and, and I didn't see you were on. So, so I was like, oh, shit. You have your offline turn on? No, I, I just haven't. I look in my app whenever I'm on my, I'm on my phone. So that's how I see that you're on. You got you got to buy it. It's only $13.99. It's on sale right now. And then I'll show you how that thing we did on the computer that turned on multiplayer. Turned on the multiplayer on my headset. Yeah. So now I can invite you to a game. I can play with you there. And as you know, so because multiplayer is on, you can create your own seed like Minecraft. And one day I was like, you know what? Let me just put in yup. Y-U-P. That was it. Just yep. I was like 2 a.m. Well, I'll try just putting in a random word and see what it generates. Mm -hmm. The most fucking overpowered layout ever. Immediately <laughs> six relics, four apples. Half life on all uh, discount is up 100%. And I was like, why did I think to fucking type? I don't know why. But now, if I'm ever just fucking around, it gives you no access to like your stats or anything after on a custom seed. It just fucks around so you can go through the game. Mm -hmm. But man, I've played that way more than because it's like, yeah, cheating. You know, <laughs> it's like being on creative on Minecraft, which is so fun. But man, it, it's definitely a toll because I'll be, I'll be up to like two. And then my son will be up, waking me up at like three or four for something. I was literally about to bring that up. And I was like, dude, you're so today I was so tired. I woke up at 9.30. I texted uh, Seth and I was like, dude, this is, you're getting keys today. I'm probably not going to have time to go get him keys. But he, you know, I was like, I need to give you keys because you need to open in the mornings where I'm like this. It's just not fun to be this tired. It's never that fun to be this tired. But I, I dragged ass, played a little more ancient vr after my coffee God. you're think, addicted dude when you texted me about tamales i was playing it i was like <laughs> yeah i'm at home about to jump in the shower yeah uh because like this morning i had like woken up around nine and yeah or usually i try to wake up earlier because it's only fridays that i have well no that's a lie mondays i have patients early uh and do you then, have reoccurring like weekly patients that you give a better deal to or yeah do you do like bundles monthly yeah, I do. I do both. Um, like yesterday, I have a patient that's has been like recurring. Mm -hmm. They come see me like maybe every other month or maybe once a month sometimes. And they had asked me because usually the basics is just one twenty five, and that's just mm. straight saline. And they're like, uh, I have this friend who's interested, and in, you know, sending them all your info. I gave them your info by the way too because they were wanting a new screen nice. protector. And I was like, I know the guy. She had messaged me and she was like, What did uh, What did you give me from like this list? And I was like, Well, I gave you the basics at a hundred as like a as a discount 
as well as added some free vitamins. And she was like, oh, you didn't need to do that. And I was like, well, you're, it's like an appreciation, customer appreciation, because I've seen them for like almost a year, if not a year. And they've been like reoccurring. So I try to throw in some special and they, they always, they always tip, which is not necessary, but they, they do anyway. Do you, do you sell anything that's like a tiered package? Because I know you do the, the Meyer cocktail. For those of you who don't know, he has a, a basically a health and wellness business that sells, uh, how do you call it? Uh, micronutritional therapy. There you go. Intravenously and shot-based, which is pretty cool. What I was thinking the other day, I think I mentioned when we were going to the expo, that you need something like this. Yeah. Where it's a, a monthly subscription whether you did just our, hey, our monthly checkups where you could go to somebody's house, give them a shot, they pay, and you run their cards in the first of the month for 10, 20, 30 bucks. Because what's your cheapest shot? Uh, they're all 20. They're all 20. Yeah, so they're all 20. If, how many options do you have? Of shots? Four? So it's four shots. You could do a single shot for $10 a month, guaranteed whenever. You know, win or lose, rollover credits if they want to do two shots the next month, so on and so forth. They call and they schedule or change it. You get one day a week every month, and then you do like, hey, you want the works? It'll be forty nine ninety nine. I come out once a month unless it's a one time fee that you probably charge a, a coming out fee, right? Uh, if it's in town, not really. If it's out of town, then I do like a travel fee. Yeah, so per mile. People don't need to know that, but you could say that, hey, we waive the travel fee no matter where you're at, you know, as mm -hmm. long as it's consistent. We go to your house once a month, and I'll give you all the shots or as little as one shot. And if you want an IV, you can call me ahead. If you're part of our subscription-based, your IVs are $20 off. At any time, you call me, no travel fee in town. If you're not part of the subscription-based, unfortunately, there's travel fee. It's a little more expensive, but we're still available. Yeah. See, I would sell the shit out of something like that if I was in your position. The problem with is with this through the Hydrate app mm -hmm. is I tried doing a monthly subscription, but the way that Hydrate has like in order for them to take money like mm -hmm. each month through these subscriptions is so ridiculously complex and so, so convoluted. Why don't you sign up for Square and then do it as a monthly invoice that bills automatically? And then you can go ahead and just send that money to Hydrate mm -hmm. and just contact and be like, hey, I set up my own CRM, customer management. I'm going to send you per customer for these shots and all this information. If you want me to hand fill it out, I'll do that. They can't be only Internet-based because most companies have to have a form of paper, you know, the laws. They have to have a form of tracking that's not just digital. Mm -hmm. Same way that the IRS needs to have some form that where you can file it paper. Well, Hydrate's just lately has been a pain in the ass. So I know he's trying to get out of it. I'm just saying, even if you just made a Facebook post saying, hey, we're offering a new subscription-based model, no worry, no care, we'll be there. Something I'll have ChatGPT write up a, a jingle <laughs> like, no worry, no care, no pain, no fear, boom. You know, I bet people would jump on it. They fucking pay 30 to $60 for a gym membership that they never go use. Why not do something that's actually good for you? Right. And then let it roll over. So if you want to only do it once every four months, boom, we'll get you all four shots and a free IV, you know, whatever. If you don't use it for the year, you get a free IV. That's 120 bucks for the one shooters. If it's you don't use it for the year on a four shooter or somebody who's paying $49.99 a month, they're still, you're making a lot of money mm -hmm. and retaining all that extra income. Yeah. 
So then if you went with like hydrate and you had to reorder, you're doing your own shots anyway, right? That'd be crazy. You might get a lot more people, even if you got 50 people to sign up per month, say all at $20. That's $1,000 a month guaranteed and only five of them actually scheduled. Mm -hmm. That's $1,000 a month and you're only spending $2 times five, that's $10 a month for five months, 50 bucks, and you're making 5,000. But that's the hope is that most people, even if all of them filled out, you're making a killing. Yeah. What What's the hesitance on trying it? No, you. It's it's something that sparked interest in my in my mind now yeah. in terms of doing this, because um, I mean you said the Square app. Yeah. And so what I what I can do now is because new patients and patients that have been on for longer than six months need to do like a doctor's consult. Yeah. Which is twenty dollars. And um, you do it remote. Yeah, yeah. Today, after this, at some point, I'm probably going to go online and have ChatGPT write something up and post something on Facebook saying that I'm starting. Do it. With I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna start a sub- subscription fee based thing. The first month is a free shot, but they pay the twenty dollars to do the consult, and then after that, it's a shot every month. They can roll over and all that stuff. That way. Depending, I can just go ahead. on their cocktail. Call yeah. it the cocktail subscription. Cocktail subscription. Yeah. If you want a Myers cocktail, a full-blown, um, call it the, the fucking Tipsy Tuesday where they get two or three, you know, or the feel so good to win a basketball game, whatever bullshit that medical professionals use to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. It's just got to be that. Make sure that you have some type of prompt on Facebook and Instagram that shows different tiers. Yeah. Yeah. So something just like that, very simple, flat rate pricing, never the 99, 99, 97, 98, flat 10, 20, 30, 50, way better. Because we do uh, protection bundles, right? So I'll do, if you want screen protector case bundle, that's 50 bucks. You know what my cost on a screen protector in case is? How much? Screen protector is 4.95, case is $3. So for $5, I'm making 50 mm-hmm. Now, they can come in as many times as they want with that lifetime wear, uh, guarantee, but on average, most people don't come in even for the next time to swap it out. So I'd say probably 10% of people are like, oh, I cut the corner or scratched it or broke another screen and we'll swap it out. Nobody ever comes back in. They're like, hey, I got it. It's good. I traded it in. Even when I tell them, hey, bring it back to me after you trade your phone in, they still trade it in and throw the screen protector away. Seriously. It's just right on that mental curb where... It's so cheap, they don't care. Mm -hmm. Because they'll forget about it. If it was $500, they'd hold onto that card, the registration, and be like, hey, I have to, this is a big step. If they have to second guess it, it's a big step. If they don't, they're never going to care, and I still make my $27 per screen protector, Mm -hmm. which is really funny. But we found that those bundles, you can go from like small, medium, or heavy, and if they want to do that plus an accessory, that plus a car mount, those bundles get bigger. If you wanted a five-piece accessory plus 360 protection in the case and screen protector, you're looking at like 180 bucks, and my cost is not $24. Yeah, so it's like pretty good margins. But yeah. those bundles really work, especially in holiday times. Like for, I bet you for Valentine's Day when I do the 360 lovers uh, bundle, 360 I'll, lovers bundle. Yeah, so buy your lover or your your love a 360 protection bundle. We'll have pink cases, iPad cases, all that. Treat her to the protection of a lifetime. Yeah, 
treat you to the protection of a lifetime. Yeah, it's a lifetime warranty. Who wouldn't like to be like, oh, I didn't get a new phone, but at least he could afford something, and it's nice, it's pink, it's purple. It's you know what would be hilarious? If it came with all forms of protection? Free condoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be like, this is it is, it is literally It is literally 360 degrees of protection. Oh, I wonder how fast I'd get sued in a conservative city for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's going to be like, your arrogance. But yeah, that's that's one of those things. What was I talking about before? I'm trying the Airbnb. To oh, God. So I keep seeing these advertisements on YouTube pissing me off. So there's a big thing about gatekeeping in any industry. If you are a victim of gatekeeping, I'm sorry. If you are the ones gatekeeping, just, you know, Epstein. There you go. Uh, It's one of those stupid things. I find if I learn something, I like sharing it. I want you to make money in your industry. You want to do my industry, I'll help you learn. It's fine. There's places. Usually people don't go like, let me set up shop right next door. Nobody gives a shit to get in your neck of the woods and there's enough for everybody. If everybody on earth did the same thing, I still think people would buy, you know, from everyone. They'd find ways. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be successful at the same shit, but you want to at least share the knowledge. So I keep seeing nowadays, like social media is starting to fall off. People aren't posting as much or doing because they're seeing that like the money the creator funds are stopping. The TikTok funds are stopping. They're not paying out as much. So a lot of people are like, oh, not as much money. But Facebook ads and Google ads and AdSense are really popping off where people are getting more lead generation for stupid ideas like Airbnb. Because with Airbnb starting to fail and that not being as fruitful, you saw some of the advertisements like, what was it, a, a conjurer or what they call it? What's where they like meet middleman? God, mm. real estate arbitrage. Come real estate arbitrage. They're going to arbitrage the real estate. So nowadays, because Airbnb was on the rise 2020, everyone wanted to rent and sell and buy it and then Airbnb and get some money for passive income. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't buy the real estate. You would actually go and talk to the real estate owner and be like, hey, I'm going to rent this out. I will arbitrage your your property and then I will give you money for your rents plus some. So they made a bunch of money. I had a couple of those deals myself where I posted and did in 2020, made a couple of bucks, just too much work for me, didn't want to continue. Boy, everyone started doing it. But nobody was posting advertisements except for a few people who weren't doing so well. And then they became big at it and then they started saying, okay, but that's how social media works. What I hate is now that they are not doing so well, I saw a guy that I was talking to a year and a half ago about this and he was asking me why why more people weren't into it. I'm like, because it's a bubble. Sure enough, the bubble is cracking. And so I just see a lot of people doing the exact same thing. Now that they're not making so much money on it, they're like, hey, I have all the secrets. I've made all this money. Come get into it now. Oh, yeah. Like they're trying to drive sales into this thing that is dying. You're just trying to get people to throw money at you because you can't get money in the thing you're doing. You know what I mean? That, that wannabe gatekeeping is killing me right now. I'm like, why do I see all these ads? And it turns out it's just, uh, it's more trendy right now. Everyone's trying to throw money at shit. If you got spare money, throw it in bonds, treasury bonds, stocks, do something. Don't fucking invest in real estate right now. Gold. Yeah. Like my wife is bitching to get me to buy a house and I don't want to buy a house. And she knows this. 
I don't think it's a good time. Even fuck when we bought previous wasn't a good time. I don't like buying houses. I like renting. I don't like being tied down. I don't want to fucking deal with all the taxes and then the litigation of somebody sues you. They can get fucking put a lien on the house. Like if I had a credit card from ten years ago, you know they could just sue me randomly if I had a house. Seriously? Yeah, because they can just throw a lien on the house and then oh here you go, fight me for it. They have ways just to fuck with you because you own property. Just put it in the name of your kids. But that's the point. They'll fuck with them just to try it. Let them have their own house and do their own shit. I just don't care. I want an RV and just to drive off into the sunset. That's yeah. my goal. But, of course, my wife wants it at the most inopportune time when we're in a fucking town of 14,000 people. Probably less now. But she just wants to buy a house here for a half a million dollars that looks like a mansion everywhere else. For half a million dollars, you could build yourself quite the home. That's what I was telling her. I was like, you think they're going to lend us half a million dollars? My credit's kind of shit right now. I'm dealing with the shit from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And the loans that were taken out, oh, my God. So we're still fighting that. I lost, like, 70 points on my credit. It takes a year and a half to fix. And she's like, no, no, now. We're going to go talk to the bank now. I'm like, your impertinence is ridiculous. You do not understand this is not the time. I don't care to buy a house. You want to buy a house. And she's like, well, we can leave it and do this. We can do that. And we can rent it out. You won't find somebody to rent a half million dollar house out here. No. At least she yet. When Never. This town has to double in size with the right type of people. And you need the infrastructure. You need to fucking have two new factories here. Easily. Two new factories or oil has to turn back on. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say like oil will have to boom quite significantly in order for houses at two hundred thousand sit on the market here for years. So if you're gonna tell me that a five hundred thousand dollar house is gonna sell, that's rare. That house has been up there. Somebody bought it three year, four years ago, paid it off immediately, and it sat. It's a lovely house. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll still be here when I fix my credit in the next year. We're waiting for two pieces to fall off. And then I found out I had something from like three years ago that finally po- uh, populated my credit. That was an easy enough call and fix, but that takes 30 days. And then the bank that we went and talked to, which is what, um, the one right down the street. There's so that She wants to go talk to Stock Exchange where her cousins went. Because yeah. apparently her cousins used them and they were in a similar situation where they're more of a cash-based cash business. So we're trying to use the income from this business because... It's the main income now to our other side businesses aren't making that's like five, six, seven thousand. This is making twenty five thousand a month. We want to use this income. They're like, well, if you're not on the books here, we can't use that income. Like, that's not how that works. This business is in my name. It's my account. I can verify all the cash, all the deposits. Well, we're just not going to use it. I'm like, eh, we'll use another bank. Somebody's going to use it. There's equity here. Right. Um, they were like, well, why don't you just put yourself on payroll? I'm like, and pay the government. 35% of every dollar before I forced to pay them 35% of every dollar? No, thank you. I'd rather let them contact me and say, hey, you know, we reestimated the calculations you gave us. You're a little short. Don't worry, though. We'll waive penalties. And the IRS always does that. If they think you owe, they'll let you know. If you overpay, they'll never fucking let you know. So I edit my taxes every four years. So... This year, we're re-editing 2018. A little behind, I know, four years. But still, we're going to do that every four years from now on because we already edited 2020 or 2019 and found that we way overpaid. Mm-hmm. We were using a CPA at the time. And so it turns out they owed us more money back because I owe the IRS. 
because I was not smart when I was younger and got some tax debt. But I pay them $100 a month, and I'll do that forever because I don't give a shit. And their interest that builds, what are they going to do? Sue me? They want me to work. They want me to make money so that I can continue to pay them $100 a month. Right. The interest at like $5. But yeah, so no, I don't want to buy a house, but my wife is so crazy about buying a house. I don't know how it's going to affect our marriage. <laughs> She's very upset about it. I'm like, well, I'll run through what you want to do. But that's why the VA was sending me a, a letter saying that they can't de determine my eligibility for the VA home loan that we ha have never used. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm eligible. My DD-214 shows honorable, honorable entitlements, everything. Served more than two years. You're good. You get your 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 eligibility there. And sure as shit, they're like, nah, we can't determine. Determine what? Did I have to lose a pinky or something? What do you want? Your uh, bureaucratic incompetence is just ridiculous. It took forever for me to have the ability to take my LPN license test and examination whenever I sent them all the all the stuff and documentation and stuff that I needed in order to you know, take the test and whatnot. To get the okay was ridiculous. Really? How yeah, long? Probably like four or five months before I could take the exam. Yeah. That just sounds like a lot. Yeah. The board of nursing is God. Yeah. See, I, my whole thing about buying a house out here is that because, like, if we went to Sacramento, there's plenty of banks that will give you a home loan at 15%. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll be like, all right, cool. Your credit's a little down 15% interest or whatever it is. They they will make it work. It's not the 2008s of like, hey, you don't need credit. You don't need income. As long as you can pay a steady, you know, payment, we'll make it fit. No. With those balloon payments that killed people, literally. Uh, out here, it's like, oh, half a million is, might as well be two million out in Sacramento. So they want everything to be so dress right dress that it's just annoying mm -hmm. like buying a house shouldn't be that fucking dumb you want okay here's my income here's how much we make give me an approval or not give me a pre-approval in the past that's how easy it's been here's all my information you figure out what you want to lend me let me know what you don't want to lend me and then we'll put an offer in. here is like uh, you know we gotta work around and da, da, da. And then, oh, man, the first one was, uh, what was it, Wild Plains or Great Plains Bank? Mm -hmm. Incompetence. We got to talk to a loan assistant who then decided to tell us, hey, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the way, but we can always fund you. We just have to go through what's like a secured this, that, the other, which was like borrowing far more money for far more interest in the shadiest of ways. I don't want to out her, but she didn't really like seem to know what she was talking about. I was like, that's like loan sharking. And she was like, oh, yeah, and, you know, some, some people just have to go around and do the things they want to do to get a home loan. I'm like, I'd prefer not to get a home loan. What do you mean? I was like, I could just buy a van and everyone live in it. I don't care. The kids are going to be outside 24-7 doing their thing unless we're in bad weather. Mm -hmm. Fucking... An RV costs 200 grand. I could buy that and then we're mobile. And then the upkeep, no taxes. Like there's no property tax. The upkeep is less than the property taxes on average yeah. to a new RV. And we get to travel. No rent space when you're in, you know, uh, parks and such like that. Any public or rest stops. Mm -hmm. If you park it to an RV space, then yeah, sure you have space rent. But it's like 40 bucks a month yeah. or a week. Like, 
It's not normal. I don't know why she wants a house. She's, she's such a homebody in the rental that's a thousand anyway. Like, just stay home. It's a beautiful home. Nice wooden fixtures. <laughs> I have to fix the sink now. Hey, John, go fuck yourself. That's landlord John. Uh, so I let him know that the faucet is leaking mm. only to the side. And I was like, hey, only to the hot side. It's leaking. It shoots out back. I'm like, all right, great. Well, the water seal's now rotting away because I told you this a couple weeks ago. Now I told him again today. He's like, well, you know, in your lease, never said this to me before, you're responsible for any repairs up to $200. And I was like, oh, okay, let me look. It says, to any infrastructure repairs caused by me, not by wear and tear. Right. I was like, hey, John, you know where it says, not by wear and tear. I need a new faucet, bud. And then I was thinking, I'm like, well, at the fucking, if you're going to do the faucet, might as well do the sink that's from the 40s. You see that nasty yellow sink that's all, mm-hmm. it's huge, but also, like, it's deep basin, but the sides look like, so then the small-ass faucet that barely reaches over that basin, it's like edge of the sink, faucet top. So water kind of drips like that, and if you put anything under, it splashes back anyway. So I'm like, well, why don't we just do the whole sink? And he's like, $200. If you keep it under $200, do whatever you want. I was like, was that because it's my $200? He was like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll I'll pay for the sink faucet. Sink faucet or sink and faucet. And I I go because he's Korean and it's really hard to talk to him sometimes. So then today he asked me for rent early. Mm -hmm. Tell me this isn't the shadiest, like most spookiest thing when I read. I don't know what bills he's got. The only person I ask for payments early from are when I'm like, Hey, bud, you haven't paid your payment this month. I need that early because I got debts coming out of the bank yeah. that are going to be exceeding this, and I don't want to pay for a wire transfer to this account that is still in California that's handling the debts that are there. And I usually leave like 1500 bucks to pay car insurance, which is to Sacramento. Uh, the square loan that we have that's like 566 every 90 days, little shit like that is there. I need to find out what my square loan balance is. You know? <laughs> it should just about be paid because there was only like four grand left when we stopped paying like daily in May. So, mm-hmm. but basically, it scared me because he wanted the rent for the fifth and the fifteenth on the fourth, and I was like, "That's sorry, bud, not my." Um, I forget how many accounts I have with Square. So, is it anything that you yourself put money into that home that is then legally yours to take? Yes. So I was like. Well, if I do this and you don't reimburse me, I'm already taking the fucking tub. Yeah. Uh, Did we have the conversation about that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I fixed and re-poxied the tub at like $340 my cost. And he gave me a tip. He was like, here's $200. I was like, $340 was the materials. You owe me $700. I spent two full (laughs) days, had my kids out of the house the whole nine. I was like, I'm, I'm telling you, it's $700. Somebody quoted me $2,000 to re-epoxy this tub and the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it for you for $700. And then he was like, no. So I sent him a check for the remainder of the rent minus his tip, $200 tip. He was fine with it. We handled it. But little shit like that, I hate stepping on his balls. But, like, if you have to, I'd rather him bitch about it and, like, try and take me to court for that extra 340 bucks it was. Yeah. So at what point it got me thinking, I forget, I forget what the uh, philosophical uh, debate of the ship is called, but at what point are your out-of-pocket renovations on the home 
does then the home become legally yours? You know what I'm trying to say? I do. Because if it got to that point, then... I would just own the fucking home. Yeah. The house would be yours. Because I forget what the name of that ship is where um, they ended up, like, refurbishing it, but, like, they basically replaced everything from the ship. So at one point was that man's ship and isn't now. Theseus? I think it's the ship of Theseus. At what point does... Does it become not the ship, the original ship? Because I've done the tub, I've done some of the flooring, I've done the roof. I've done the piping. I've done a toilet. Light fixtures, light switches, Mm -hmm. electrical. The driveways. Shit. The garage door I'm on the verge of replacing because he won't replace it. Yeah. That's a good one. Apparently I owe 3000 left on that loan, so it'll take me a year at 566 every 60 days. But yeah, they're not concerned about it because they're still offering me more money on my other businesses. But this was the smallest loan they gave us for, I'll show you what we were taking in January of last year. This is my Carmichael location in Sacramento. 17214 That's just after I moved. Super funny because before I left, December was 20000 That was slowing down. Then we had 16, 23, 21, 24. And this is just the front of counter. Mm-hmm. So 22 because we had eBay and all that. So pretty sales. steady. Yeah. But so previous to 2022, before I left 27, 27, it becomes 2021 was 20 to 30 most months. 25, 26. That's pretty nice. 23. Oh, there's better months than this. Just watch. Oh, Jesus Christ. Better months than yeah, th- that? 30,000 June of 2021. 30,000. It was consistent for like a year at like 20 to 40,000. 28. Problem is, in this store with just me and Seth, you know, part time, mm-hmm. I'm taking 20 to 23. Imagine that. Five employees it took to get in a California store those numbers. And I was there seven days a week. It was pretty ridiculous. It really makes you think. That's why I see a lot of the people in these groups and some of the people that watch this that run a storefront and they think they need to hire more people, and it's not that case. They need more time. The month before, from December 2020 to 21st, was 32000 and then 30000 uh, 36000 uh, 33000 36. 2020 was a great year. 34, 30. Uh, 33, 21, April. Oh, yeah, because of the slowdown. 15. Pandemic. Yep. 17. So I think we leveled off at the, those months were like 17, 18,000 online sales soared. But consistently in that business, I've always made at least 20,000 a month. Mm -hmm. When I was down to two or three employees or up to five. So if I go all the way back down, this location has always made at least 20 grand a month. But the problem was, how can you make 20 grand a month and still not make any money? Yeah. <laughs> it's because five employees working full time at $19 an hour cost more than 20 grand a month. <laughs> but looking at that, I was like, oh shit. But it's crazy to me. That's why I don't care so much to like open multiple stores and do this because if I've done this on four locations already and consistently made 20000 per location and this we don't do any advertising here I can do that again like that's not a um, what do you call it it's not a one off it's a this is now a pattern mm-hmm. so my wife was like well are we going to sit here what will we do with the store I was like fucking Alex will buy it 
I don't care. I'll <laughs> double my money. I'm good with it. I'm good. If that's good for me, that's better than a blackjack hand. Uh, with, like, if you could put in, say, seventy grand, and in a year make seventy thousand, would that be? Would you be consistent? That's a hundred percent on your money. And any stockbroker would go, "Oh my God, that's the best fucking deal. Take it." Right. That's a good investment. There's some people who are like, because even at twenty thousand, the evaluation for the business is like four eighty, four sixty, four forty to four eighty. So like, broker set it up, sell it, they take commissions. You're only making like two hundred eighty thousand anyway, taxes, whatever. You sell it for one fifty, and you got. I've already made seventy at least this year. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not bad, and it only just keeps on. It keeps growing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you what we made this year though, because that's what uh, I was leading to. To the question you asked me. A couple days ago, what do I do if I was given a million dollars? First thing I do is I'd make an offer on this place. Because <laughs> then after that, it's just steady, consistent, yeah. yeah, consistent passive income coming in. Obviously, I'd probably have to pay you to, uh, you know, Ty- hire. Typically, with a purchase, I usually stick around thirty to sixty days for training. But yeah, so as you see, we had no business really. We had a couple of like people were buying our payments and stuff may april but real consistency was may that's when it started we had some sales in april when we opened march 27th mm-hmm. but like we only had a couple of people buy things that we were offering online uh through the store when we were open or here setting up before that so i'm gonna go here and show everybody what i'm talking about this is what my store this year, with one employee, uh, technically an employee post, what was that, December, an employee for a month, uh, one employee max at all times, I made with a startup of $70,000. I probably spent 50, 20 on inventory. So $50,000 business. Uh, we opened March 27th, technically, and we had all this real estate to do the build, everything. We still paid rent. We didn't have any comps or, uh, you know, plus and minuses for rent, uh, for any of the construction. But I would say, yeah, it looks like 2 p.m. is the best time. I think the average month is 20000 about. But we've done gross sales, 135000 in, what is that, eight months? Yeah. Yeah. We've had a thousand in returns because people will buy something and then be like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't really care because then they usually buy something else. Total collected 140,000, which really uh, I kind of just jumped at. I was like, oh shit, we made 140,000 on the dot nearly. You know, I just barely surpassed it with the day before New Year's. We did that $1,600 day and I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, all this cash is gone because, you know, uh, gambling, but. IRS never happened. <laughs> but the cool thing is, uh, we only spent $2,885 in fees, and now, as of this year, those fees are cut in half. Thank you, Square, because now we're an established business post six months. So I called and negotiated 2.75. We need 1.35. Thank you. So now we got um, this will be saving me $1,500 next year. Nice. So nice. But yeah, so like the main is, you know, credit card. Like took in a hundred thousand dollars for a business that is seven hours a day on most days, five days a week. That's not bad. That's thirty-five hours a day to make over a hundred grand. And cost of goods, even after fees and everything, I think we are 
what was it? What did I show? It was like nearly 16,000 we were talking about. Yeah. But that's with the initial investment and everything. So I would say we profited at least 90,000 on a business we put in 50 plus 20 in goods. So yeah, 90,000. Not bad. No, not bad at all. So I, I'm excited to see what next year brings because was it this year? Gross sales already three, two, technically two and a half days in the year, 2,700 bucks. It's going to be a good one. It's going to give a good law of averages. Can only go up from here. I was just reading that uh, certificate, uh, certificate of eligibility denial. Apparently it says they think I didn't serve 90 days in the military. Even though you served. And then it also mentions National Guard and or uh, reservists, and I was active duty. Served well over a year, you know. And they... Not including training time, which was another year and a half, so... But they should have all that yeah, information. Yeah, so it's asking them, they're asking for me to send in my DD-214 with uh, COS or service discharge information, which is fine. I'll send it to them. But I just thought it was super funny. I was like, what are you looking that up on? Like, are you making a guesstimate on, like, how much I posted and, like, social media is on there? Right. You know? God, that's ridiculous. So if we go by our lowest month... And then do that by twelve with no growth. The next year should be two hundred ten thousand. God, which is like one hundred and seventy profit, one hundred and sixty ish. There's no stock; everything's already you know written off for the year. So, mm-hmm. but hypothetically, that's stands to make one hundred fifty grand. You know, profit. Yeah. If we continue on the trajectory of growth that it looks like, I'm estimating three hundred grand this year. Because if I reach out and start doing more contract-based work, that's like an ever, ever-growing ever five to ten grand a month. I just haven't reached out because also I didn't have any help where I could be like, hey, let me go drive down to Love's corporate office. Let me go drive down to the schools. Let me make sure little things like that and have a conversation. Yeah. Which is what everyone should be doing. You're not the only one. Just be the better one. So you're like taking investors at this point to like – if I'm like overseas – How much cash do you have? Well, if I get contract work and I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah, I can spend this money. I'm like, you know, start getting my foot in the door of starting to get, you know, more income coming in. I just don't want to work. That's my my goal and everyone's goal should be to be self-sufficient on money that is passive. You know what I mean? Everyone should want to make money to where your money makes money for you, right? You wish you Oh, 100%. Because I make like, right now, my money is not so grand. I make like 50 to $70 a month in interest payments for my cds and shit like that but it's hilarious i'm like i could see if i 10x this where it could be like 500 dollars a month and then i can live off of the interest and oh if i 100x that you know mm-hmm. but i wasn't sh- i was not smart before kids man i was just like oh let's go to the casino waste 30 grand i'm down to my last 500 bucks i'll make more money i've always been like a, i'll make more money person yeah but i'm lucky enough to where i haven't been injured <laughs> where I can't make more money. Right. Because, like, just yesterday, I think I sold half of the old soldering equipment. And I was like, yeah, 700 bucks. Here you go. Take it all. So I posted the rest of that shit. And I was like, yeah, 350 I have a bunch of shit that, as I've told you, there's shit just laying around that I could probably sell. This camera for $400 easily could sell. I spent seven or $800 this lens, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have the time to sit and post it. And then when I got time yesterday, I was like, oh, cool. It was busy. And then we had, like, three hours where nobody came in. I was like, oh, I'll just post this, do that, do this. And we made a couple extra bucks, which was nice. I'm sure you could probably sell that to some of the... Uh, Photographers out here, because there's a lot of them. Yeah, that and, like, the... I'm sure schools would probably buy it up. 
High Plains, they have like a whole like uh, film photography department. They're I mean, not going to pay retail though, or even used. I bet. I don't think so. Let's see. If I thought as a school, if, if not, I, if not them, then probably the students who yeah. want to like make this a career. Because if if I'm the person who's doing the billing or the confirmation for them, I'm gonna be like, mm, let me double check the pricing because we got a budget. So if I have a budget, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go to eBay or somewhere and be like, oh, you have a one year warranty. They're a same day warranty. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's the same price. Uh, can you lower your price? Uh, if it's not gonna meet or you know beat those to where it's a really good deal. They're not going to buy it because they're going to want it to be like, yeah, everything. That's just the, the pros and cons. Man, when I started this business, and I thought we were just going to open the doors and have that open sign and not do any grand opening. And we were still making everything work through February. I was like, well, it'll be open by February 15th. It'll be great. So I opened and I was here working on the construction, but nobody knew who we were. I didn't pass out any cards or anything. I was like, yeah. Then I was really pissed off because we had just found out in March that somebody was stealing at the store. You know, so we just had fucking a bunch of money go missing. I'm like, well, that's a lot out of my personal, you know, I've got to recoup that. Here, let's sink a bunch of money into that store that was dying. Turns out somebody was stealing. And then it was back and forth traveling through April. Yeah. So, like, we didn't have this guaranteed income. It was so fucking scary because we came here with a quarter million cash. Like, that was, we had a quarter million in the bank. Taxes paid. Now, less than 100. Because we put in, you know, 50, 70 here. Money there. Lost a bunch of money gambling. But costs have lowered so much, and I've just been irresponsible with a bunch of my money. But, man, if we didn't have this store, I couldn't imagine what we would have done because I really contemplated moving back to Sacramento to then take that store back over because as you see the numbers if I can do the first day I fired people I was doing three grand and then another two grand the next day when I was trying to sell it to the guy Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah you know there's a lot you can do with this and he's still making 20 grand a month he just now has an extra five thousand dollar payment on top of all his you know bills and he only has to do that for I think the residual was eighty thousand. He's paid me thirty so far in the six months he's made payments. He owes me fifty k. As long as he does what he's supposed to do, he'll pay it off by October and he'll own it outright. And then he can make five. What was it? He's making twelve to fourteen thousand profit a month, but he owes me five of it. And then he has his bills at home with two kids and a wife, and she's not working, and the rents and utilities there. And he's doing no advertising. Yeah. And he's still making the same amount. And when I fired all those guys, we were paying 3000 a month in ads. America. <laughs> and those employees, when they left, man, they were like, fuck this place. He's ruined, you know, he's an asshole. And, uh, and I'm like, they can look at the numbers and see how much they fucked off. Right. They all had access to be like, damn, we're really not making this store any money. We're not a part of the team. I, n- I never could understand that. The I don't give a fuck attitude of some of those guys. Yeah. I think they were all in on it, though. Oh, you think so? I think they all went out back and were like, hey, fuck this guy. Just fuck this business over. Yeah, because to them, I'm the greedy guy that, you know, is living off the back of those people. Mm-hmm. Even though none of them got an hour cut, a pay cut, a, a docked hour, a, a suspension, a write-up. It was the most relaxed environment you could have. Yeah. Like, sure, you broke something. Let's fix it. Let's get the customer handled. Okay, don't worry. It's only $600 out of my pocket once every couple of months. Turns out to be like every two weeks somebody damaged something. Uh, it was funny. when uh, One of the times I left to to Oregon, and I, 
basically Adam was running the the business while mm-hmm. I was gone, so I could you know make some extra cash. And I told them you know because Adam I trust Adam, and like when I when I say that I trust somebody, it's like all right I'm okay with whatever you do. I trusted a lot of people. I know what you're talking about, and uh, it uh, just happens when you don't expect it. Uh, but it was funny, and I I had a kick out of it. And he got, like, quite a few patients coming in because of it. He posted this thing on Facebook. He was like, hey, while uh, doing this, uh, basically, like, dethroning the a revolution kind of mm-hmm. dethroning the king off his off his throne i'm putting out like specials and discounts mm-hmm. and and he got he got way more patience in while i was gone it's, it's definitely one of those things when we transferred over to the new owner we were like black owned business you know really pushed the narrative that instead of a vet white veteran you know uh, entitled guy owning a store in california it was like, nah, up-and-coming employee buys out, business owner, had it on the news, pushed a bunch of little stuff, gave the uh, the credit to, like, Channel 31. We're like, hey, let's get him out here. You know, a uh, little guy rises up to overthrow <laughs> the white prejudice, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it, colonizer. Yeah. And he got a shit ton of customers. Out. <laughs> that first month, he did, like, 48 Gs. It was God. nuts. I was like, that was smart as shit. I wonder who came up with that. I was right. Like, just fucking roll into it and tell people you're military or veteran. It doesn't matter. Like, to say, yeah, we were veteran owned. We were veteran owned. Yeah. Okay. It's the wording. Nobody's going to care. They're going to be like, oh, thank, tell them thank you for your service. No wonder he got a lot of people uh, when I was gone. It was like, yeah, overthrew the, the brown dictator of Ivy League medics back to a white-owned oh, or yeah. white-run. Because yeah, if you can create division, <laughs> you will get fucking money, no yeah. matter what. I don't care if you're a Kyle Rittenhouse fan, you're a Trump or Biden supporter, any business you're in, if you create some, create some like, even me here, we did the Matt Reif thing back in April mm-hmm. uh, or May when we first started. I was like, I can't get you Matt Reif tickets, but I can fix your phone. And it was the funniest Shit, it went viral through uh, Wu Town and our personal socials. Went viral on YouTube. Went viral on uh, TikTok. Went viral on. Um, I think we ended up getting almost close to eight hundred thousand views on the page post on my personal Facebook. It was so fucking hilarious, and most people were just like posting that I can't post or I can't get you tickets to that, but I can buy you a McDouble or whatever. Yeah, those memes, and I was just like business page boom this and it drove a bunch of shit so then the next week is when i did the whoopsie and said that kirby's iphone repair was dog water (laughs) dog water i couldn't have been more right in my spite back then but like yesterday just so you know we're not going to bleep out it's kirby's iphone repair in woodward oklahoma on main street 113 main street they are the dog water of the industry Mm-hmm. And I don't care who knows it, man. It's, <laughs> I'm not going to go out of my way to spit at him when I see him walking down the street, but I will make sure to cross the fucking street because the stench of idiocy is so bad. I had Seth call him. And I was like, hey, we got a customer that I know needs this today. Just you call him and ask, like, hey, I need this part. I ordered the wrong part. I'm just an individual. Pay whatever it is. They're going to give you an astronomical plan. Boom. $100 for this camera. Pay it. 25 dollar camera 
150 and eh, double check and then ask him you know but yeah 100 dollars for the camera and more we're fine sure as shit you know what they called him back after they didn't answer their phones were off voice mailboxes full what uh, cameras never break that's what they said uh, are you sure cameras never break in iphones that's not something we've ever seen let me let me just look this up real quick for context cameras never break in iPhones. Their Yelp page. I want to see how long they've been in fucking business. They're five-star reviews on Yelp. That's that's soon to change. I like how zero friends, no pictures. That's really good. Usually, like, bot accounts where they just, like, make a bunch of fucking stuff like that is when you have nothing, one review, you know? Yeah. But I want to see how long they've been. Has not enabled messaging on Yelp. That's funny. Uh, BBB rating is A+. Which doesn't really matter. You know your BBB rating doesn't matter, right? 12 years in fucking business, and not once have they ever said to a customer, well, that may be an issue with your camera. They've never fixed a camera. Have any of you ever fixed a fucking camera on an iPhone? If you have, you'd love to know that there are technicians out there 12 plus years in business that don't think it can be done. It's true. So these fucking idiots call them back and say, I don't think that's ever been done. It's never been fixed before. You can't fix it because it, it do- doesn't break. Take a tablet. Some, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the equivalent would be for someone. I'm oh, sorry. Can... My brain just fucked itself. <laughs> it's, just, it's so dumb. It's hard to speak. Yeah. It's like if I were to say, like, yeah, veins, veins never blow. You want to, yeah, dude, this would be good for Kirby because Oklahoma is a one-party state. Can you call Kirby iPhone Repair God. and ask them what they would charge to change the camera on an iPhone 12? God, dude. Put me in the hot seat. Would, would you mind? I would love to hear them on camera say this. God. If they even pick up. If they even pick up. If they call you back, we'll just, oh, no, sorry, wrong number. Just calling for a <laughs> customer for an IV. Did you guys need an IV? Kirby Cell Phone Repair Shop. Howdy. Uh, I had a couple questions. Um and seeing if I could get some estimates on sure. some repairs. Um, uh-huh. What would a repair be for an iPhone 12 camera? Um, front camera or back camera? Back camera. Okay. Is the just the glass broken or the camera's not working? The camera is... It's... Clicking? Clicking. Hmm, interesting. And the, the camera lenses aren't broken. It's just the camera's acting just up. Won't focus. Yeah, it just won't focus. And is your software updated? Yep. Okay, let me look here. Because those don't normally go bad. I'm not saying they don't, obviously, because you have one that did. But not something we have in stock. Let's see if we can get that. I got gotcha. you. Said it's, is it a regular 12 or did you say 12 Pro? Just regular 12. Or if they do fail, it's usually something's broke around it, and that's unusual. Right. Can you hang on just a second? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Thanks. It's a 13 Pro back glass repair. Yeah. Like when your back is smashed. Mm-hmm. You're trying to find, and then let her know, you're trying to find out instead of, like, trading it in as is, if it's more Okay, better. Murphy's Law says as soon as I'm going to go look something up, my internet's going to move to a call. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is there any way I can get a name and number and I'll call you back here in just a few minutes if I can get my internet to cooperate? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, Alex? 
Alex, mm-hmm. and you said you had another question on another repair too, or just that one? Yeah, for a uh, 13 Pro backlash repair, my back glass broke because unfortunately, I uh, is it better to, to fix them or is it better to trade them in as is? That's the question. Is it is it better to fix them or just to trade it in? Depends upon how much they'll give you. Have you checked to see? Because I know I. I don't know if they'll take them with broken backs or if they will, how much they'll give you. You might find that out. But um, you said it's a 13 Pro. The back glass is broken. And what color is that? For my back glass? Uh-huh. Blue. Blue. Okay. Let's see if we can even get the parts for that one. And I will holler back at you. But you might find out what they would be willing to offer you with it broken if they would okay if, if you're thinking about upgrading but let me hopefully my internet will start working here in a few minutes and i can look this up for you okay i appreciate it thank you ma'am okay thank you alex bye-bye bye at least she was better spoken today at least i'm not saying that it doesn't but because yours obviously did everything and this is just the the thing for all technicians you need to know Everything is made to break. Mm-hmm. Everything is replaceable. Everything, your fucking power button can fail even though it's never been pressed. It can just disintegrate and f- break just for no reason. You know, there's people that have uh, 5G antennas that are never powered but actually go bad and cause a short. Like little things that it's just circuitry. Yeah. Like things that are man-made, they break. So the stupidity of, oh, I've never seen that. You've been here 12 years and you've never seen a camera replaced? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know how many cameras we get a week? How many? Probably 15 or more on a call. Not just lenses that are broken or impacted, spotty cameras, non-focusing cameras, so on and so forth. It's bad. Yeah. Like the biggest seller I think we have is speakers. That's why I was going to have you do a price check on the speaker. And I'm like, you know what? Let me ask about the back glass. I wish they would send us their back glasses because I know they get a lot of calls. Yeah. Yeah, they've been here 12 years. Because I will take their back glasses and work on them for them. Give them a slightly less price than what they could probably do or, you know, swap the frame and housing for. Mm-hmm. Save them some money. Me, some, I'll get some business. Yeah. I'll be friendly with them. I it, will educate them for free. Because it's just a bad look when I get customers calling being like, that can't be done. I, w- I was told it can't be done. I was like, well, come on, I'll do it. Right. And that happens probably twice a week. It's unfortunate that sometimes uh, businesses can be, like, very uh, hard-headed, especially when it comes to, like, quote-unquote competition. Because that was the whole point when we moved out here was to get to know everybody Mm -hmm. and be, like, overly exaggeratedly, like, friendly. I'm usually not so friendly. I can be very petty. But the best part was we had come out here four months earlier and tried to get a back glass that my son threw out the window, you know, <laughs> and broke my back glass. Come on in. Come on in. You can stay off camera. You know, it's got, there's like a dome of like not recorded here. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Kirby's cell phone repair just now. We had a uh, blind called them for a quote because yesterday we uh, needed your camera, right? This is the customer with the camera we needed. And I was like, well, he's going to need it same day. Uh, we thought his was an 11, so we didn't have the iPhone 12 camera. And so that's why we ended up calling Kirby. And I was like, oh, we'll try and get it on an overnight order because somebody else paid for an overnight. Well, sure enough, they told us when we called him yesterday that that can't be fixed, that it just doesn't fail. Why Take it to Apple if it broke. There's no way it would break without any other issue. 
And I'm like, really? So then we talk about it today. I had him just ghost call them and be like, yeah, I got an iPhone 12 with a broken camera. Sure as shit. She says, well, I'm not saying that it doesn't break, but, well, because, you know, yours is broken, but we don't see that at all. What? Apparently they've been in business 12 years. 12 years you've never seen a camera broken. That's nuts. I see them weekly, those in the ear speakers, like crazy out here. I think it's just the dust or even the vibrational frequency of this area. People, that shit breaks often. There's a chair right there. Oklahoma Tax Commission called me and said that I haven't paid my taxes since September. It's now January, and sure as shit, I haven't paid my taxes. <laughs> and you're wondering why. There's a reason. I took all my exemptions out. And I was like, no, I'll just pay the taxes for the customers. All the customers get tax-free now. So I don't have to then pay the government those taxes because I don't collect them. And sure as shit, she was like, oh, 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 that's fine. Because technically I don't owe. So why should I file if I don't owe? Well, they charged me a $100 fine plus any percentage of owed taxes, not of the fines. So now I only owe $100 per month for the rest of my days. I'm fine with that. They can send me a, a letter and then I'll remember to pay it. And I'll be like, oh yeah, it's 12 months, 1200 bucks. Here you go. California, my monthly tax um, liabilities, I think you were seeing there, mm -hmm. for 20 grand was like 2800 bucks because it was 8% plus another 4% for everything else. It was nuts. And I'd have to pay that every three months in a lump sum. Otherwise, they were like, you can't open, you can't operate. So most months I would pre- uh, quarters I would prepay to my CPA and have him file it for me. Mm -hmm. But boy, we lost tens of thousands over the 12 years I was there. Yeah. Petty. I never got a road fix, never a pothole, nothing. You would expect that much money to go to something. Shit, even security for the area. A random cop off duty. Something. But absolutely We still nothing. had seven break-ins in 12 years. Yeah. California. How many break-ins here? Oh, none. We had one... What, what was that guy, Vagabond, mentally challenged guy who tried to, like, shoulder shrug the door, but he got his ass whooped? Oh, really? Yeah, that was a whole other podcast. He's still around. I saw him yesterday asking if the barbershop was open because he empties the barbershop's uh, hair bags and trash, mm -hmm. which I don't know why he's trespassed from here. So, But his mom says it wasn't him, even though the name matches the trespass order. I think we'll end it here. We'll see you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe. Let me know if it's uh, crazy, petty bullshit on the house end. And if not, if I should apologize to my wife. You guys can see you later. Go like the shorts. Well, yeah, bye.